fans, viewers, and listeners, welcome to another exciting episode of Five Insight Podcast. I'm your co-host today, Ringside Rain, also known as Rain Cruise, and with me is Timmy B. Today, we will talk to a man who is helping to lead Canadian MMA into the future, discuss being a well-mannered martial artist, what happens to Aldo now, and a whole lot more. So what are we waiting for? Tim, hit it! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fight Insight Podcast. Our guest today is making his second appearance on the show. We first met him over a year ago on episode 63. Check that one out. He is the co-owner of Fight League Atlantic, operating on the beautiful east coast of Canada, where they are currently preparing for FLA 11 on September 30th at the Hector Arena in Pictou, Nova Scotia and an all-grappling event, FLA Submission Kumite 5, the night before that. He is a very busy man. He's paving the lane for Canada's newest stars, so let's not keep him waiting any longer. He is the cat. Everybody, please welcome to the podcast... Derek the Cat Clark! Thank you very much. What a wonderful introduction. That's awesome. You guys are killing it. Super professional. Awesome job. Hey, hey, hey. I was a little bit delayed on my screen transition there, Derek, but I appreciate you not calling that out on me. Thank you. Didn't even notice it. You guys <laughs> the 10 out of 10. Hey, man, you're the best. Derek, it is so nice to see you. I can't believe when I was when I first talked to Derek Rain, it was FLA number three. This wow. little promotion out in East Coast Canada, and now he's at number 11 and kicking ass. Derek, how are things going with you in FLA? Awesome. Thanks again, uh, again, for having us. Thanks for the kind words. And it's kind of crazy. We, we banged out like, I think it was eight events in 12 months, a really crazy schedule. And it, things out here are incredible. We've had a rough, a rough summer for weather, but okay. certainly can't complain with, you know, I want to send our thoughts to everybody, what, what they're dealing with in the rest of the country. Um, but, you know, we're, we're pushing forward into September 30th and we're super excited to have two events in one weekend. That should be busy, but we're really excited to try and pull this thing together. Yeah, it's amazing, buddy. And so I'm going to put on the screen for those that are not on video, come on over to YouTube or Spotify video, but I'm going to put your two posters on here, Derek. And here is FLA 11. There's FLA Submission Kumite 5. Derek, massive shout out to your designers. As always, your posters kick ass. Thank you. You know, our team in general is phenomenal. It's That's one big thing my, my parents and my business partner, John, we like I was taught that from a young age, you know, you have to surround yourself with really, really smart uh, people. And that's what I'm very good at when it comes to this kind of business. Like John and I both from the ground up, we we want to surround ourselves with good people and and our graphic design team continuously hits it out of the park, whether it's those teaser posters or or actually moving into the video itself. It's we're, we're pretty lucky for sure. Yeah, everything looks beautiful. Rain I, Rain always makes fun of Canadian television and Canadian production because she's an American. But I'm telling you, your stuff, dude, stands out among best. You were nominated, and this is now going off script for me, but you were nominated for, like, best poster for an MMA event or something you know, like that, was that last year? Kudos to our graphic design team, but also kudos to Favor because he was like, well, I can't give them anything else, so let's give them the best poster, you know, which, <laughs> which but, we'll, take, we'll take whatever we can get. But it's great for Dave, who's our, you know, that's what it's, you know, if you have someone who's on your team who's really doing great things that you, and they can be recognized, that's awesome. 
Yeah, so, no, man. You, no, that's crazy. Because look, any kind of recognition is good recognition, right? Like whatever you can do, right? Hundred percent. Even shitty recognition, like we get lots of that. Like, like, like <laughs> you know, sometimes it gets a little bit hard on the head. But as you like, as you know, like as you get better at it, you just learn to ignore this kind of stuff. But um, you know, yeah. our graphic designer, our team, super solid, and only going to keep getting better, hopefully. I will say you already have a super fan in, and I don't know her full name, but online it's at Capriciosa. Yeah. Yeah. She reached out to me when she knew you were coming on and said that you are like an incredible, one of the greatest promotions. And I said like, like really, you're not just saying that, you know? And she goes, no, they're the best comparing it from the production to the professionalism, to the love of the fans. I mean, you have nothing but glowing. Now I did get a lot of people that were asking, how the heck do I get to become a fighter for FLA? So I promised a few people that I would do that. Specifically, I do want to shout out, there was John the Skull, Jeffrey Skull John. He's Skull Warrior MMA. He's from Nigeria. He's a professional fighter. He wants to fight for FLA. How does this happen? We get a lot of those messages, to be completely honest. Um, And I'll be completely honest. For us to fly someone from Nigeria is not feasible. Um, like we're a local regional promotion. It, you know, the thing is, that's the beautiful thing about our marketing and our graphics and our production and, and our athletes going out there. It looks really, really high class. Like we, it is a high class promotion. Um, and we get a lot of messages from fighters from around the world because they want to get into that North American market and they want to, you know, we have some big things where like we've been working on for probably close to a year now, something that we've been working on. Hopefully in the next couple months, we can announce this, but it's, it's big for us and it's big for these coasts. So, these fighters, you know, they want to get over here or wherever, you know, if you're in North America, if you're in South America, wherever. And if you want that opportunity close as you can get to Las Vegas, the better. Um, so it's, uh, we'd love to have them on, but we try to keep it North American. So, but if, but if, but if he can get there. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. If he can get there, you know, if he, he's able to do the medical get process, sponsors, yeah, he can sure. get the sponsors, whatever. So get over, but contact you, right? So contact, sure. go to. So go to FLA on Instagram. Is that the best way to contact you? I just yeah, want to make or, sure. So we have a few different things on our website, fightleagueatlantic.com. You can go there and you can register on our website. If you're looking to fight, it automatically puts them in a bracket um, with their record. It ranks them so we can anytime we're looking. But to be honest, our scene out here on the East Coast is really, really good. Um, and we really find it hard when we have so many athletes on the East Coast that are looking to compete we want to obviously give them the most opportunities we can. So, um, of course. you know, who knows what's going to happen in the near future, but it, it's weird. You see in a lot of Canadian MMA, the scene's big, but the scene's really small too. You know, see a lot of promotions. Uh, we all you know, the Mexican athletes, you know, different countries that have to come up and, and really put it on the line and fill these cards because the scene's not as big as people think. So yeah, um, we can all use uh, more people like him for sure. Hey man, I'm fine. People are messaging me saying, and I'm like, go over to FLA. So now we know to go to the website and I've, I've put on the screen here. It's got your Instagram handle down at the bottom there. Yes. Uh, it is at Fight League Atlantic, right? Very simple. So just go find that. It'll be in the show notes if you're on audio. Now I do have some, like, I feel like you're alluding to something, Derek. I'm not going to lie. Like, mm-hmm. You're very good at finding stuff out, by the way. I've seen, I watch you on social media, man. I yeah, watch you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm figuring stuff out, Rain. You posted something. I mean, this one was not hard, but it's cryptic. But you posted, you know, about how things are hard. So I'll read it out. It says, sometimes you work away at something, wanting something and lose hope it will never happen. Then one day something happens out of the blue that gives you faith. 
that everything you've worked for is coming to fruition. It may or may not, but every day the dream is getting closer. Stay tuned for a big future with FLA. Derek, let's break the let's break the news now. What's going on? I cannot break the news now. You son of a gun. <laughs> I would love to break the news, trust me. Um Derek, don't do this. Derek, don't do this to me. I paid you ten I paid you ten thousand dollars for this interview. How about this? How about this? When we do break the news, I'll come on here and I'll break the news with you when we do break the news. How about that? Derek, that is awesome, my friend. Thank you. That's a good deal. Good. That's a gentleman's handshake. That's right. Rain what we've been doing recently, Derek, with Rain, because Rain is a professional ring announcer, just so you know. Right. You are. What are you laughing? You can't laugh like that. You really are. She's she announced at WWE SummerSlam and she announces for a league out in California for um, wow. up next fighting. So she's oh, I know up next. Yep. She's, oh, the, awesome. she's yep. the ring announcer for their amateur events. Awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah. Very cool. She's, she's incredible. Now, Derek, we have a game that we're going to play with you. Ringside ring. We've got three questions. Derek, question number one. Okay, question number one, true or false? You are not allowed to swear in an MMA fight under the unified rules. True. Excellent. So Derek knows that's that's a very good plus here. Under the unified rules, it says that the following acts constitute fouls in a contest or exhibition may result in penalties at the discretion of the ref. And one of them is using abusive language in the fighting area. So one point for Derek. Question number two, Ring. Number two. Mm-hmm. True Uh-oh. or false? Raising the middle finger is foul language. Can I show what the middle finger is? I'm just kidding. How dare you? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with false. Hmm. I, would, Derek, I don't think it's true, but sometimes like some things don't make sense. So I'm going to go with false. Okay. Rain, what do you say? What do I think? Hmm. I want to say is it's true. Because I feel like everyone knows what it is. So mm-hmm. what it means. Mm-hmm. All right, so I don't know the answer to this. I was hoping Derek would be very positive in his answer. (laughs) So, okay. I mean... I know what you're alluding to. Yeah. Wait, what am I alluding to? Ian Gary? Yeah. Yeah, Ian Gary that fought this weekend. We'll talk to that in a sec. Question number three, Rain. Okay, number three, true or false, Canadians take this more serious than Americans. What? True or false? Canadians mm-hmm. take take, MMA? take swear like no 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 swearing oh, oh. and 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 um true. That is the correct answer, Derek. Yeah. And I am going to give you video footage that confirms this. Rain, did you know that Canadians take the swearing and stuff more seriously? Like we do oh. not like it. We are gentlemen's. We are we are polite. Here, after some swearing and stuff like that. Derek, do not roll your eyes. You've never been backstage in an MMA event. <laughs> after, after some swearing and issues, racial stuff, here's a clip of Dana White. I'm going to play this quickly. I could care less. This is the fight business. Israel Adesanya, you can say whatever you want to say. Who gives a shit? Why, are, are people bitching about that? Some people. Of course they are. Oh, fucking A. All right, got it. Yeah. Too fucking bad. That's John Morgan, our commentator, asking that question. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, did you did you hear buzzing while he's talking? Yeah, I heard buzzing. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I apologize for that. Okay. So there's Dana saying, "Fuck it, say whatever they want." Now, Derek, at your weigh-in videos for FLA nine, 
here is this gentleman that comes out and mm-hmm. I believe he is bop, bop, bop. he is the commissioner oh, no he is director of combat sports Mr. Hubert Earl mm-hmm. and he comes to talk to the fighters Rain and here's a clip as I was watching this live because I'm a big FLA supporter here's a clip of Mr. Hubert Earl and I implore you guys to act properly there's going to be kids coming here there's going to be wives grandmothers and that they don't want to hear all your vulgarity and all that (laughs) what a character he is you see that rain yeah children the wives the grandma they are coming there to watch their son husband father murder another man but do not swear Derek, that was you one know, of the funniest things I've ever seen, and I loved it. The thing is, and, and I couldn't agree more with it. Like, for us, we're a grassroots promotion. We're a local promotion. I teach kids' classes. A lot of us are in clubs, own clubs. Like, I, I've said it for 10 years since I started producing jujitsu shows. If you want this to grow at a grassroots level, especially here in Canada – you have to like represent yourself accordingly. You're an amateur fighter. If you're a professional, Israel is whatever his name is. I didn't like what he said either. I, I hate that. I don't like that stuff at all. I think the sport. I'm a black belt. I'm all about the respect. That's. How, but I'm. All, on the other hand, I have a lot of conversations with a lot of fighters who are like, you don't know what it's like when you're fighting in there. You know. So I under, I respect both sides of it. I get it. But yeah, I don't know. It's for me. It's odd, but. Our events, they should be for families. You're trying to grow the sport at our level. And so, yeah, I think, you know, don't don't be swearing. And yeah. So, Derek, I'm so glad you said it. I'm glad that you liked it. Um, I'm, I'm on your side. I, I, I'm not a fan of all this. Yeah. Rain, Ian Garrett. Rain was on her honeymoon last week. Derek. So, I mean, <laughs> oh, she just got back. Yeah, awesome. So, we're very lucky yeah. to have her. I'm sure she missed the fight. But Ian Gary... His antics, the swearing, the middle fingers, total douchebag. I hated it. I can't stand him. I'm, you know, I get into lots of fights with people online, but I've been getting a lot. I've been getting into lots of arguments about this because I'm like, screw this guy. Like, I have no patience for this idiot. I, I have to, like, I kind of agree. I don't, like, I, like, I'm not a big fan either. I've lost, I've lost a lot, but I think he's kind of chasing Connor a little bit. Yeah. Like, it feels like, you know, like. Yeah, I'm working on a very killer meme right now to compare Connor to uh, to Ian. But so I'm fighting with people online. You know, people love to not articulate their arguments, so they just send me the clown emoji constantly. But there's this one guy, and this was very interesting. He says, you know, these are prize fighters. Let's not forget they are prize fighters. I don't give a crap what they do in or out of the ring and what they say, blah, blah, blah. These are prize fighters. And I retorted by saying these are professional martial artists competing for organizations that are multi-million dollar organizations with sponsors, with investors. They're trying to grow on, on national television and pay-per-view. I go, I don't know if I agree with that. And from now on, I made a promise to this random stranger online. When I have professional mixed martial artists on the show, I'm going to ask them, do you prefer to be deemed a prize fighter, like old term prize fighter, or do you want to be a professional martial artist? Like, where do you see yourself? Because I I bet you they're all going to say I'm a professional martial artist. I don't think any of them are going to go, I'm a prize fighter. And like, I don't think so. Yeah, very few. Like I do hear that randomly from people like this, but like, I don't know. Like I, I, I compare it a lot. Like I grew up with a couple guys in the NHL, like played in the NHL locally here who, who 
you know, like, like they're my, like myself from small town, Nova Scotia, just rural boys. And, and now they're playing in NHL and, and how do you learn how to speak and be articulate and this kind of stuff? You know how you do, you're trained, you're brought into the organization and you're trained how to speak and how to represent yourself. Now that's obviously they're, you know, back in the day they go and party. I don't know how it is now. It's probably the same. I don't know, but you don't, they're, they're taught to speak and they say the same thing. It's like, yep, yeah, you know, pucks in deep, you know, we won the game, whatever they say. And, and that's it. Right. So right. Uh, well, it is fighting. It's like, they're, I hear that so much from people, you know, it's a fight game and that's what makes it special where, where it's, you know, people can do whatever they want. It almost seems, but I'm surprised. I'm surprised some of it happens, but yeah, you know, on our level, it's we're local. That's a big thing. I tell everybody we're local. We're not the UFC. Like we're, we're local. So yeah. Please, as such. But but even if you even if you are the UFC, I swear, like people forget Dana White is an employee of the company. He could be fired at any time. I'm pretty, uh, you know, I'm sure they have to pay him out. But you know, you're not in there forever. Like you can't be having your your athletes go off there and be like that. Like if you want to try and get on Fox, if you want to be on ESPN, like your fighters have to be professional. Like you don't see NFL guys and 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 NHL players like just swearing and going off crazy with racial tirades right well that's it we say that but then it happens so it's like sure but it's frowned upon it's it's obviously frowned upon when it happens right um no a lot of us though to be honest i really think a lot of us when we're when we're thinking about this like we're up here in canada but i really think a lot of us forget the, the it's like slap power slap we forget what the major demographic for this business is like it's it's same as my business that twenty five to fifty year old market and yeah like so I, I get it in some ways but yeah. yeah yeah don't don't get me started on slap uh, <laughs> and no. and if hold on if your if your announcement is that you're starting Canadian slap oh, we may God. not be friends anymore I don't think you'll ever see that in Canada man no, like they just keep fighting at a hot like we'll be lucky to have a business in five years if this country continues. Yes. Like I like I love Canada, but it's becoming ridiculous and soft. Hold on. I would love to have you back on another episode where we talk about what's happening to our country, because I also Josh, the gentleman Hill, the, you know, Bellator fighter. I had him on before when we were talking about stuff. Oh, boy. Like, okay, I could go off on that forever. We have limited limited time, Derek. Limited time. You you should call your your gym and say, look, I can't come and coach because I'm having too good of a time on the podcast. Now, very quickly, I would like you to implement in FLA. It's called the fight in sight clause in contracts. Can we not guarantee fighters an amount of pay if they weigh in and make weight, and their fighter does the other guy doesn't, and they choose not to? This is, of course, referencing the Wonder Boy thing. So, like, how hard so- would that be to do as an as an organizer yourself? Well, pretty not hard. the not the full pay, not the full pay. I'm saying like just contract. You say, hey, you get 500 bucks if that happens. I would say like they covered. I, like uh, truth, you know, again, like a lot of the stuff behind the scenes. Like I can go out and say that. Like there's been plenty of fighters that haven't. You know, I actually I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> but uh, like you know, Wonder Boy. Like for example, I would I would assume he probably got his camp paid for 50 grand or whatever it was, and they were like, here's your check for 50 grand to pay his, I, I could be wrong. And that stuff may take, it shouldn't, but it may take a little a while. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, to me, we had this issue at our last card, a title fight. He came in at 
an opponent wouldn't take the fight. So the fight was off. So the fans lose, but us as a promotion, as a local regional promotion, one guy from Ontario, one guy from Alberta, we're flying both of them in, their teams in for this title, and the fight doesn't happen at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're out a lot of money and especially a smaller league, yeah. Yeah, but we, you know, like we we looked after. But what pisses me off a lot in those situations is people are quick to complain. But they're never quick to be like, oh, hey, this promotion did this for me. You know what I mean? It's always, oh, the promoter, that shit drives me nuts. Always (laughs) happens. It always, and it's like these local people who you talk to -to face-to-face and the next thing you know, they're like, oh, the like, it's like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, (laughs) the other side of it, like, I see how you become the way Dana is because, like, it's, it's a really, really tough business behind the yeah. scenes. No, no, no. That. But but this is why I'm saying, Derek, rather than have the internet go crazy with all these stupid things, just put it in the contract so you don't have to negotiate the amount. Like, put it in the contract. Sure. So, then, so then the fighter, when they go to Wonderboy and say, oh, well, what about this? He can say, no, no, no. That's in my contract. It's taken care of. And then there's nothing. We don't have to worry about it. No, it's a great point. Yeah, it's all a right. great point. And I think that's, like, again, like, I tell a lot of athletes that at the end of the day, like, we, we send the contract for – our athletes, it's 10 pages long with tons of stuff in it. But if you want to negotiate, sure, we can negotiate. Yeah. Like, And you should right. be. And that's why guys like Josh Hill, who is now getting involved in Sucker Punch, or Brian Butler, or all these other great managers, that that's what, like, you know, there's a love-hate relationship there for some people with them too. But a great manager can do a lot of great things for you. Yeah. So. Anyways, the fight in sight clause, please look for it in your next FLA contract. Thank you very much. <laughs> Derek, we're oh, running out of t- Wait, how about that? What? Let's just all make weight. Well, that's too easy, Derek. That's, that's <laughs> obvious. Like, what do you want to do? All right, Derek, I, I don't want to run out of time. We do have to have you back, though. So when this announcement comes, you're coming back for sure. For sure. Rain, is there anything that you quickly wanted to ask him? Oh, I'm just curious if you um, have any ring girls now. Because I listened to the episode that you were on. Was it from last year? Yeah. And yeah. You, you mentioned about not having ring girls at that time. Uh, we so we yeah like our first event we did and then we had um, a girl um, who trains a lot in local community she's a, a really great person and she wanted to kind of try it out and she did it for a couple of events and then she was like oh this isn't for me so that was maybe like three or four events ago and we haven't had one back uh, mm. for, for us like neither one of us John and I are like we're not we don't really care about it like if you, if you can't count to three then I don't know what to tell you. Um, I like that actually there are signs all over the billboard that tells you what round it is like it to me it's tacky I really like I get it at a high level but like local I see local I'm like this is is awful yeah yeah well especially depending on the quality Derek I mean you know sometimes you get get those Colby Covington type girls you know and it's like oh boy like some of those are kind of sketchy no comment no Derek, I got two questions for you before we let you go. Okay. First question, which is really the most important. Um, I didn't want to lead off with it to make it awkward for you, but I really want to get out to FLA event. I really, I would really like to try my hand at commentating, even if it's for the prelims or something, Derek. Mm-hmm. Previous to this, there were some travel restrictions that perhaps I was not able to get to you. Those are all gone now. I can get out there. So I am ready to go. Ringside Rain, like we said, is an announcer. We would both like to join the FLA family. I haven't even asked Rain this. But, the spot I, so, you know, so I just want to throw it out there. You don't have to answer right now. I, I yeah. keep seeing you wink like it's like this is a hell yes. But that's probably threats. I, I'm, 
I'm ready to get out there, Derek. I want to try my hand at some commentating. So I'm putting that out there publicly to you now. And Rain and Rain is ready to go. We could probably throw you in there for a couple of fights to try it out. Nice. Sure. Yeah. We're all about it, making friend. people's dreams come true out here at Fight the Atlantic. Well, there you go. Cool. Honestly, That's like awesome. we, we do a lot of really like, like, I don't know. We try to do like stuff to make the fan experience great and try to like make people who are involved with the promotion, like enjoy it. But it's up. We're all about having fun when we're out here. What happens Friday and Saturday night after the events is a lot of good times. So we don't, <laughs> we don't really have after parties. We just have like room parties here. Nice, nice. Well, we're good. We're good to go, Derek. So I let's keep in touch for that for sure. Yeah, as you're well. welcome. Welcome. We have, you know, November obviously is, is colder out here. You'd like to come in like September is a beautiful time to come out. Anytime, um, my friend. Anytime. Yeah, you're more than welcome. All right, let's let's do it now, Derek. Last question. I did not ask this to you the last time you're on the podcast because I hadn't developed this part of the show yet. But now <laughs> I'm asking all my guests, Derek, and this is in honor of my mother. It's a question she used to ask me my whole life growing up. Derek Clark, on a scale of one to ten, how happy are you? Well, that's a that's a really tough question. Um, depends on the day, for sure. <laughs> me, probably the hour to the minute, actually, with me. Um, <laughs> but right now, I'm like a seven and a half, eight. Okay, it's okay. Good. Like life is pretty damn good. Not, not really any complaints. I, I say that with eight you know obviously 10 like I, I don't know what a 10 would be maybe retired and and no worries at all i guess i don't know but um yeah life's great healthy and everyone around me's healthy and, and happy so that's the best all right well i'm happy to hear that's a very modest canadian answer you hear that rain now mm-hmm. again i'm going to put it up on the screen these wicked posters we've got right Ooh. so there's fla 11 and fla submission kumite 5 they are happening on in Nova Scotia on September 30th and September 29th, respectively. Derek, before we let you go, is there anything that you want to say to the fans, viewers, and listeners of the podcast before we let you go and before we see you again soon? A, maybe if you come out in September, you could do a couple episodes by the water or something, which would be, we're doing that. The, it's right, like the community is my hometown is where this event is. And it's a little tiny community of 3,000 people, 3,000 people. And we'll put 1,000 to 1,200 in the rain. And it's crazy. It's a super cool environment right on the ocean. Super fun. Um, so that's that. Be, I would say just be happy. Be kind. Be a better person. Be who – treat people how you would like to be treated. Um, nothing about fighting. If you want to come check out the event, fighttheatlantic.com. All of our fans know where it is. But, but most importantly, like this world's going to shit. Um, so that's, you know – I, I say this all the time to people, like when they come out of the cage and they lose or they're really upset. And I'm like, at the end of the day, you just went in there and made wicked memories. When you're mm-hmm. 60 years old, this is not going to matter at all. You lost an amateur fight. Who cares? We're all in this together, making memories, trying to move forward and, and enjoy life the best we can. So that's my message. Be kind. What a good man this guy is, Rain. See, this is why I like him. You know, he's a good man. He's doing good work. He's spreading good news and, 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 you know, trying to encourage people to be good. Derek, it's lovely to see you again, my friend. I know we chat a lot online a lot, but, you know, it's good to see you. Please come back when you've got that news. Don't, don't renege on that. I, I, no, 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 honestly, that's it. You have my word. And honestly, yeah. if you want to come out for September, we can take Septem- You know what? September 30th, I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk Ooh. to my wife right after this and uh, let's book that up. I'm going to come down September Woo-hoo! 30th. We have a date, folks. Touchdown. <laughs> Derek, 
All right. Take care, my friend. We will see you soon and uh, be good. All the best. Thank you very much for the time and having me on. Have a great course, night. Brother. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. What a good That's guy. awesome. Yeah. How's my audio? Is it still bad? Are you still no, it's, weird? It's, it's, it's fine. It got better? Yeah. It got better? Testing, yeah. Testing. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. My internet service provider is terrible. You know, I don't know what's going on. Rain, it is so amazing to have you back. Thank you so much. People were getting very mad. They're like, where the hell is Rain? What's going on? It's just, you know, people were upset. So I did let the cat out of the bag that you were on your honeymoon. That you got married. You didn't tell us before you took your two-week hiatus. But congratulations to you. Well, thank you. Yeah, um, congratulations. We went to Mexico, the Tulum for a honeymoon. Um, you know, we got married like two weeks ago. We eloped in Las Vegas in 2020. And then the wedding two weeks ago is with everyone. So it's kind of like getting confusing now trying to remember dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now you, yeah, <laughs> I've got different anniversaries, different dates. But no, congratulations. So that's lovely for you. It's so amazing. People have to go and follow you, of course, always, right? So they should be going to at Greenside Rain on Instagram, correct? Mm -hmm. Follow you there, see all the dreams and ha things happening there. Friends of the podcast update, of course, if you are a Canadian fighter or if you're someone that was coming to this show because of Derek, thank you so much for joining. Please do follow and subscribe to us on all our socials. Leave some comments, leave some likes, rate us, do all that stuff because that helps us get noticed by people that don't know who we are right? Like that's the yeah. big thing. So we need you to engage would be very lovely. And uh, friends of the podcast update, I want to shout out Rageworks Podcast Network. We're a part of their network, rageworksnetwork.com. So go check them out. You can go find our podcast there on audio as well as several other great podcasts. And then this week, I don't have, you know what? It's getting so hard, right? We are in episode like 133. I've had a guest every week. It is so hard for me to keep track of the friends of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like to to remember all the fighters and like yeah. keep track of like who's fighting like what they're doing. Oh my god, it is getting difficult. I'll tell you. Um, so I do know <laughs> that Mr. Sadabu C. He was here when you weren't here that okay. one week. Mr. Sadabu C. He's fighting for the PFL Wednesday, August twenty third. Actually, the day this podcast comes out, he'll have fought the night before. But that man. A wonderful, wonderful gentleman. He is such a great dude. He's fighting on Wednesday, August 23rd. So I am sending out my positive thoughts and uh, good energy to that dude so that when this episode airs, you can look back and go, oh, damn, Sadabu C got a first round knockout. You know? So, yeah. So good for him. And then next week on the podcast, I want to announce we have a gentleman who made his UFC debut a couple of weeks ago. He is the Midwest Choppa, Isaac Dulgarian. He got a first round finish in his UFC debut a few weeks ago. The dude is amazing. Do you know why I know this man, Rain? Why? He is the boyfriend of a former two-time guest of ours, Alexa Cole, oh. who is a wonderful, wonderful girl, a fighter herself. But they, they're in a relationship, so that's how I got to know him. Then he goes to UFC, makes his debut, wins. At the end of it, he talks about how lovely his girlfriend is and how happy he is that she was there with him and what a great supporting person she is in his life. And I just think that's so lovely. Then a few days later, they announce she is pregnant. Oh, so I'm so happy for them. But we are going to have Mr. Isaac Delgarian, the new UFC fighter. He's going to be on the podcast next week. So very excited to speak to him. Seems like a lovely gentleman. That's awesome. You said he won by what? First round knockout? Yes, knockout. Yes, knockout. Um, TKO, like ground and ground. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's awesome. Uh, 
So yeah, I'm very excited to speak to him. So he's a good guy. Obviously, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty easy for me to get him on the podcast because <laughs> we've had his girlfriend on twice and we are quite friendly. So, you know, it was, I just had to nudge her and say, hey, can you poke that dude next to you in the car and ask him to come on our podcast? So yeah, so we're happy for that. All right, let's get on with a couple of topics that we said we were going to talk about at the top of the show. I didn't get to everything in in what I wanted to talk about with Derek, just because we we're a little bit short on time. But uh, what do you want to do? He's going to come back for his breaking news, though. Okay, I'm telling you. I, <laughs> okay, let's guess. Let's guess what his news is. Oh my let's god. See. Okay, I know, and I'm putting I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. But he said oh. it may or may not. But every day the dream is getting closer. Stay tuned for a bright future with FLA. Okay. Okay. Okay, I love this, by the way, because I feel like we're trying to manifest for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever we have in mind, if it's not it, it's still us manifesting for FLA. Yeah, yeah. I know what I think it is. I want to say maybe like a TV deal, maybe? Like they can like have their, you know, show, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on TV somewhere, you know, they got like a broadcast deal. Yeah. Okay, then you and I are very similar, and we did not talk about this before. <laughs> I think I'm going to say that FLA is going to fight pass, UFC fight pass. Ooh, okay. I that's think the that's next what, level right there. You th- I love yeah, that. You think that's next level? Yeah. Or you think that's really good, right? I do that's too. That's really good, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. I think he's going to get there. Now, you know. I hope it's not something like he says, like we just signed a deal with Patio Town or something, you know, like, <laughs> like I hope it's not something small, but it sounds like it's big and he's a, he's a local MMA promotion. I feel like that might be something. And I feel like that's very possible. Dude puts in amazing work. Their show mm-hmm. is fantastic. They're, they're kicking ass out there and it's a very unique market. It's got the beautiful East coast. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my guess. So we'll see what happens, but uh, all right, let's, that, that's our guess. Now, what would you like to talk about? Do you, um, do you want to talk about the video thing first? Or, oh yeah. Sure. Or Al- the video or Aljo? Which the one? The video is- first. The video. Okay. I am going to show this video. Hopefully this sound is not bad. Here we go. All right. For those on audio only, that's a video. You can see it on our Instagram. It's on one of our reels that I just posted. It's two young girls. What What do you say that age is for those girls? I want to say maybe 10 and 11. Well, yeah. Okay. I was going to say 12, 13. So yeah, any, anywhere around there, they're young girls. They're at a wrestling event, obviously. Um, and the girl that wins is shaking or they're shaking hands. The girl that obviously lost wrenches on the other girl's arm. The ref takes her aside quickly, obviously admonishes her, and then they go to shake hands again. And at that time, then the girl shakes it like very like rudely and then walks off. So Rain, I did not like this video when I saw it, especially because like I'm thinking about the Ian Gary stuff and like, you know, just being a polite martial artist and all that stuff. I put it out to the fans. I said in a story, I put it out and I said, you know, who's most to blame for this? The athlete? the parents or the coach ringside rain. What would you say there? Who is most to blame or do, or are you totally fine with it? There's that option too. <laughs> well, when I saw the video, it reminded me of myself when I smacked someone in the face on my fifth birthday. Cause I lost when we were playing musical chairs. <laughs> 
Do you want to do you want to publicly apologize to that girl now on the podcast? Do you remember who it was? Do you remember I remember who it was. So I'm sorry I smacked you in the face. You know, we were young and yeah, I really yeah. wanted to win on my birthday. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so it just to me, I don't know particularly if um I mean they're young kids, you know, and I think the pressure to win is there, you know, especially when you're young and you're in, in your mind, it's like you're trying to make your parents proud, you make your coaches proud and all that. Um, I don't want to say, it, it, I guess if we're talking about who to blame for that behavior. Most to blame, um, most to blame. Most to blame. There you go. Most to blame. I want to say maybe the athlete, because it's like at the end of the day, wow. you know, it's like, it's the athlete who did the action. Like for me, it's like, I got no one to blame. Like, you know, when I smack someone in the face, like, you know, I was a dumb kid basically. (laughs) Does does her, does her, does her age play a factor in you choosing that though? Like, yeah, I think age plays a factor because I think when you start, um, you know, competing in certain things um, or in sports, you know, for this matter, it's like, I think, you have like a taste of what winning feels like. And then you also get a taste of what losing feels like. And I don't know in this particular scenario, if this is the first time that this girl lost a match. Right. Yes. You know, Um, like she might be like on a winning streak. Right. And this was the first taste of like defeat that it was just, it was such a hard pill to swallow for her. And then she reacted that way. She didn't know how to like process it. Um, So I think um, it's some sort of, a situation we're in there's just no there's not much experience of um in general like life yeah. experience you know um it's it's funny though like i'm i'm almost saying though to me when i say does the age matter to me it's like does it take does it relieve her of blame to in my mind i feel like mm-hmm. the fact that she's young almost relieves her blame and puts more blame on other people um i when i went to the fans and now mind you this is all a small snippet of God knows what, maybe the girl that won was like punching her in the face the whole time. Like, we don't know what happened here or, mm-hmm. or, or the scenario. And, you know, hopefully this girl is, is a wonderful person, blah, blah, blah. But I went to the fans and I said, you know, who is most to blame the athlete, the coach or the parents? 15% said the coach, 35% said the parents, 50% said the athlete. And I'll tell you, I was watching who was voting for the most part, you know, thousands and thousands of votes. Right. So, but I'm watching the votes and it was surprising to me because at the beginning when it was my friends voting, I could tell like who was voting for what I'm like, yeah, you would say that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, like I really, to me, I really think it's the parents. Mm -hmm. That was the heavy favorite at the beginning when people started to vote. Parents was coming in big time. Because I think people look at it and go, well, that's a kid. Like, you know, if you're going to act like that there, how else are you acting around, right? Like, that's Mm -hmm. crazy that you'd be that, like, miserable. So, like, you put a lot of blame on the parents. But I thought, okay, for me, it would have been parents first, then coach. Because, like, look, you're telling me you never saw this girl have a bad attitude in the gym. You never saw her behave a little bit poorly when things didn't go her way or something. Like, you got to nip that, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And as a parent, of course, you're seeing that day in and day out. Like, there's no way this girl is like the perfect child and then goes and does that. So, but, or the parents are jerks, you know, maybe the parents are like these people that put a lot of pressure on the kid and have made it into this kind of thing too. But I feel bad for the athlete. I feel like 
when you're at that young of an age, like obviously you're not getting the right people around you to support you and give you that right um, guidance, you know? So I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I hope she learned a lot of lesson after that though. Cause it's like, especially now in our world, we're in everyone or everyone records everything. That oh, yeah. And now this is on social media too. Yeah. It's like, you know, she would probably see this and then be like, Oh God, you know, uh, what was I thinking? Yeah. You know, here's, now- here, here's a thing. Let's say she sees it on our Instagram along with the tens and tens of other people that saw it. And, uh, and she goes, Hey, that's not nice or blah, blah. I welcome you to come on the show. Please come on the show. If whoever you are, I don't even like, look, I don't know where I even found this video. Sometimes I just find stupid videos and then I record them. <laughs> I, should, I know that. And I know that whoever I took it from, it wasn't their video. Like, it's not like I found her mm-hmm. mom's video or something, you know, mm-hmm. like it was just some stupid site. So, um, but yeah, if you are out there and you're that individual, like come on the podcast and let's talk about it. Let's figure out what, what made you be like that and what you think afterwards, you know? Um, yeah, just terrible. Like, and then so it falls in line with that Ian Gary, you know, you, you didn't see the fight obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, this dude is going off every, in between every round, flipping off middle fingers mm-hmm. and swearing at him and whatever. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? Like it disgusted me. And I, like I said, I got clown emoji, clown emoji, clown emoji. Like when I commented that I didn't like it, people are like, you're such a wussy and maybe you should find another sport to watch. Like, no, I'm watching this sport because it's martial arts, idiot. Like it's about honor and respect and it's about competing on a professional level in a mm-hmm. sport, right? Like, I don't know. So I did not like that. But how I mean, do you I don't like your- that kind of behavior too? Because it's, you know, kind of like what Derek, or no, that the video, the video that you played earlier when we had Derek on earlier, um, you know, there's kids watching this. There's, you know, yeah. wives and, you know, like grandmas, whatever. But it's like in general, it's like, you know, anyone can access these videos now. Now, like even if, for example, even if children are not like watching the pay-per-view, right? Mm-hmm. They have like cell phones and yeah, like yeah, they have yeah. tablets and they can easily access um, these types of videos online. And yeah. it's, you know, kids look up. Kids, when they grow up, they find someone to look up to. And, and yeah. when they see someone acting this way in their minds, they're going to think, oh, that's how I'm supposed to act when that's I That's cool. Yeah. That's you know, yeah, cool. that's cool. Okay, that, you know, that cool. Yeah. People are like applauding this person. No, this fight, yeah. this person giving, you know, middle fingers to everyone. Like, yeah. no, I don't know. It, I don't think so. Exactly, <laughs> that's exactly my point, Rain. Like with the way that social media is. And there's a, there's a photo that essentially is now iconic of this guy flipping the guy off and giving him the middle finger as he walks away. And it's like, that's not a photo you want to represent you. Now, mind you, ringside rain, this is a guy, you don't know this story, but his name is Ian Gary. Mm -hmm. Now he's changed his last name to Ian Machado Gary. And the reason he changed his name is because the woman he married has a child and that child's last name is Machado or something for Mm -hmm. her last name. So to make that child feel part of the family, he's changed his last name. So here's a guy who ostensibly cares a lot about children to the point where he's going to change his last name as a man, Mm -hmm. change your last name to make this stepchild feel more welcome. Yet then when you're in the cage doing this, that's the image that your kid is going to grow up and see his dad. Like it's so bizarre to me that. Yeah. And of course people are going to go, those are two different things, Timmy, you idiot. Clown emoji, clown emoji. <laughs> but but it's like I, I don't see the difference, you know? I don't I don't see where that split comes. 
I don't know. Yeah, it's like two extremes. <laughs> yeah, two extremes. On the one side, you're trying to be that caring, loving person. And the other, you're acting like an ass for millions of people to see you. So I don't know. Very, very strange. Um, anyways, leave your comments and thoughts in the comments below or message us and let's chat about it. But yeah, I've got, I've got lots of people that, are, that have been talking to me and messaging me about that. Um, okay, next thing that we'll talk about, and this is just kind of like a throwaway topic, something kind of small, but Al Jermaine Sterling loses his title. All right, he says, and then now he's saying, you definitely, I definitely going to reassess some things because if he caught me like that, Sean O'Malley, I can't imagine what Volkanovsky would do, you know? Mm. The reason why this is a, a comment, Rain, is because he said that after this fight, win or lose, he was going to move up a weight class because his best friend is in the same weight class as him and didn't want to fight his friend. So he said, I'm going to leave this weight division so that my friend Marab can come for the title and I'll just go up a weight class. I think he's an idiot. <laughs> I think you're the champion of the weight class. You haven't beaten everybody in the weight class. You're the champion. Keep getting your money, dude. Keep getting your pay-per-view points. Keep headlining the cards. <clears throat> he wanted to go up a weight class. I think people were around him kind of encouraging him to do that and whatever. And now, of course, the dude loses. And he's like, well, I don't know now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so now it's all confusing. And what's he going to do? Well, hey your friend is still there thinking you said you were going to leave. So now your friend is going to be in an awkward position. It's very, very strange. I feel like he's had bad people around him, not bad people, but I feel like why would you encourage this guy to leave when you're at the top of your division? And I feel like that played a mental thing into his head. And that is why your friend, Timmy B bet big against him. <laughs> cashed in large baby because because i could just see it i'm like no there's too many people in your head saying you're going to leave this division after this fight win lose or draw and it's like so you're telling me you would have been the champion and you would have just gone eh, see you later belt and then now you lose and of course now you feel sour about it and you're like well i gotta come back yeah, yeah. but meanwhile there's your best friend marab waiting for his title shot so ringside rain understanding the story as i told it to you do you think Al Jermaine should just leave his division now? Or do you think he needs to go back, try to get his title, blah, blah, blah? I don't know. I guess like for me, if I if I were in his shoes, like I would feel weird going back to my division again because I already said it. I already said I'm going to leave. I know. But now, yeah. <laughs> now I feel like I just got to like, you know, keep my word, prove that, okay, I can handle the next level or a different yeah. class and then kind of, you know, hope for the best because – um, I mean, in my head, maybe this is a kind of situation where, and he felt like, okay, I have no more competition. That could be it. But that, but that his, wasn't it. <laughs> yeah. But it might be in his mind, which to me kind of looks like, okay, well, how good do you think you really are? Right. For you to think that way. Um, so I think him being in this position right now, I think it's kind of like a wake up call. And I think he's probably like, okay, oopsie. Maybe I shouldn't have done this, but then now yeah. it's like, well, I can't really go back. <laughs> I think he has bad people around him. I think either his friends or his gym, like, cause his best friend mm -hmm. that trains with him is at the same gym too. Oh, okay. So I think he probably has some weird people saying stuff to him, you know, for the sake of the podcast listeners that don't follow us on Instagram. I was saying like, 
he was saying that his weight cut is tough on him. Dude looks amazing. I've never seen him go on the scale looking like he's going to die like other people do. He's making championship weight, meaning he doesn't have that extra pound of leniency. He always has to hit his money, his his weight on the on the money, right on the mark. I think people were just, you know, kind of encouraging him to leave. And then even then afterwards, he talks about like, you know, I have a lot of good money. I'm all set. I've got three homes. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how much has this guy just now gotten all this stuff in his head Mm. and made him think like, it's okay that I step away and it's okay, blah, blah. It's like, dude, you were the champion. Mm. Like, Mm. it's so crazy. His friend Rob tweeted. So now Aljo's kind of saying he wants a rematch. Now you got starched like you got friggin knocked out bad like i don't know why there'd be a rematch but now marab so marab's supposed to be the next he tweets if sean o'malley ducks aljo for a rematch then i want to beat his skinny ass for the belt it's like hey stupid marab why do you want him to get the rematch this whole thing so you're supposed to get the title you dummy like it's baffling to me what is going on with these two friends air quotes friends uh because the friendship's only gonna last you know, until it's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah. Until until you beat Ringside Green at a game of musical chairs and she's <laughs> in the face, you know? But yeah, just, I mean, just crazy for Aljo. I mean, maybe both of them are getting bad advice. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, I think Marab might be getting some bad advice too. Like, I don't know. It's very weird. Like, if you're in the same organization fighting at the same weight class and you're both one of the tops in the division. I don't know what happens. Would you ever fight your best friend? Or, yeah. Let's say best friend. Would you fight your best friend in a cage match? In a cage match? Um, well, yeah, it's a sport. I would. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to. Wow. Okay. I mean- yeah, I mean, I guess right. like for me, I see it as a sport. I mean, if we both respect the sport, we both respect each other. I it's don't not, see it as... This isn't yeah. tennis, you know that, right? I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, in my head, I'm not like there. I mean, whether it's my best friend or like, you know, like just like a regular, like, you know, competitor, I see it as, you know, someone who also um, loves the sport that I love. And we're there to respect each other. And yeah, we're going to fight inside a cage. <laughs> Dang, Rain, you're savage. Savage. <laughs> savage. Uh, I don't know. I don't so know. Would I you? There you go. Hmm? Would you fight your best friend in a cage match? I mean, ask my wife. I lose <laughs> best. I, I lose best. Fr- I change best friends like I change underwear. You know, like I, 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 like I, I seem to have best friends constantly coming and going out of my life. So sure, I'll fight you because probably tomorrow I'm going to hate you anyways. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I No, I don't think I would. I, I remember when I was training in Muay Thai um, and they had house shows even. And they were like, oh, you know, do you want to fight this guy in our gym in a house show? Mind you, pads and everything, right? I didn't like it. I was like, mm, no. Like I always, if I said, okay, if I'm going to compete in a house show, find me some guy from another gym. Cause um, I don't want to fight. I don't, I find it weird to fight someone in my own gym. I'll spar with them all day long and we'll go hard sparring, but to, to go in there really to try to knock them out. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like a little bit weird about that, you know, but see the girl that I smacked in that musical chairs game, it was my best friend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
yeah. No, but uh, like for me, honestly, I feel like I'm going to lose though because because that mentality of like, okay, this is my best friend that I'm fighting. This is my best friend that I'm fighting. I probably won't go like too hard, you know? Like I would yeah, still but, like, you know, like fight, but like, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like at some point I would hit that point we're in. I'm like, okay, I don't want to like injure my friend. And then I would be the one who gets yeah. knocked out. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but you're gonna hope that they have that same thought. And therein lies the problem. Therein lies why probably matchmakers don't want best friends. Because like let's say you knock them down, let's say you knock her down, and now you've got to go on top and like finish the job. That's where the hesitation may come in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you submit her or something like that, okay, maybe that's okay. But you know, I don't know. That's tough. <laughs> But uh, all right, so what are we going to do? I didn't, okay, look, I didn't push Derek to hire you as the commentator, but like, are you down to come to Atlanta, Canada and announce? As a ring like, announcer? I yeah. Mean, no, I've never been to Canada. I'm in yeah, Ontario, okay. California, but people think I'm yeah. in Canada, but. <laughs> yeah. Go, me- okay, message Derek, you know what I mean? Like make those introductions now, fight the Atlantic, go message him and then, you know, say, hey, like in all honesty, I'm good to go. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, do it, do it because, um. I think I'm going to go down September 30th. If, if he's if he's honest and if he if he really means like I can commentate just a couple of matches on it, I would love to just dabble my fingers in that and and try it because I would love to try it. So, you know, I, I just want to say this that um, that's like really really nice of him to like you oh, know, give you yeah. that invitation because I remember like sending emails to a bunch of promoters and getting turned down and. It was up next fighting that gave me the shot to like, you mm-hmm. know, step inside a cage and be a cage announcer. And I'm forever, forever grateful yeah. to them for that. Because it's like, you know, sometimes you just need that one person to actually just say, hey, you know what? Come down to my show, you know, yeah. try yeah. it out, you know, see yeah. if you like it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So anyways, this is going to end the show. So if you're on audio, I guess we'll end it around here. We're perfect time as we always are. Rain, it is so nice to have you back. I know I've said this a few times and I've said it privately to you as well, but it's really good to have you back. Thank you so much. You add such a good energy to the show. I really appreciate it. Um, we are out of here. Is there anything else that you want to say before we get out of here? Or um, I just want to say thank you again to everyone. I always thank everyone yeah, <laughs> for listening. World. Thank yeah. the world and thank my dog, my husband yeah. for being patient to me. <laughs> Yes, yes, of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, we are out of here next week. Like I said, we've got UFC's Isaac Dolgarian, the mid, the Midwest Choppa. I think that's his nickname, Midcoast Choppa, Midwest Choppa. I feel like that is his nickname. But I'm very excited to talk to him and see how his you know UFC debut went. So I'm very excited for him. And uh, yeah, we'll keep this show rolling, and we'll see what's happening, and we'll see what's going on. But. Thank you so much, Rain. I really appreciate you coming back on the podcast, everybody. So on the audio, this is going to end the podcast. Maybe I said that already. But if you're on video now, I'm going to put up a couple of other episodes you can watch. I'll put up the old Derek one as well, which was a little bit more informative. I like when we get guests on the second time Mm -hmm. because then we kind of like can just more chit chat, right? Like you kind of know the person a little bit better. So um, yeah, no, very excited to keep this thing going and we'll see who else we have on the show coming up for all those fighters that wanted to fight for fight league Atlantic, go to at fight league Atlantic on Instagram, go to his website, send in those forms. Let's go. Let's go all meet at some of those shows and we'll see you guys there. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Rain. Have a wonderful day. All the best. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Bye guys. See ya.